Welcome to the Miracle Channel podcast. Every week, you'll hear powerful messages from world-renowned pastors that air on Miracle Channel, Canada's 24-7 Christian TV station. And if you want to watch more of their messages anytime you want, check out our online streaming service, Corco Plus. Follow the link in our show notes to create a free account in three simple steps. Today on the podcast, you'll hear a message from Kenneth Copeland. Kenneth and his wife Gloria are passionate about teaching Christians how to apply the principles of faith found in God's Word. They'll teach you how to overcome life's obstacles and live in victory. They have seven ministry offices around the world and are sharing the gospel in every available voice. You can watch their daily teaching program, Believer's Voice of Victory, weekdays at 8 a.m. Mountain Time on Miracle Channel. Let's dive into the message. Consent and submit to my sayings. Let them, the sayings, the words, not depart from your sight. Keep them in the center of your heart, for they are life to those that find them, healing and health to all their flesh. But now, come on. The prescription does you no good unless you take it. He said, put your eyes on my Word and believe it and get it inside the spiritual system where it can work. And that's the prescription. You have to get it on the inside of you for it to work. Now, that, that was a great revelation to me. And then when this thing hit my back, Sunday morning, dear Lord, after Southwest, whoo, and it was an exceptionally um, tough meeting spiritually, and it took a lot to win the battle. And uh, August the 4th, and I walked into my shower, and the, my, my shower doesn't have an enclosure. It just has glass around this way, and the shower head is here, and you just walk in here, and you step down a step, and there's a, a tile bench there, and I, I just was like this, and I just pitched my washcloth over to that bench, and I missed it, and it went in on the floor of the shower in the corner. Well, I'm just standing there, letting the, the water just as hot as I can get it and stand it. Had I done this, would have been one thing, but I didn't do that. I did, I, I did this. Oh, oh, I'm telling you, a disc exploded in my back. It knocked me to the floor on my face. I screamed, Gloria. She came running in there. I couldn't get up. I couldn't get off the floor. And uh, I, I crawled out of the shower. And, and of course, Dr. Weeder, it, it, 
He had just come with us back in about that time, a little while before that. And he and his wife, both chiropractors. And and so uh, Gloria called them and they, man, they charged over there and they went to work on me. Anyway, make, make a long story short. I was guilty of this again. And so, and, and David called Dr. Colbert and the the two of them ganged up on me. (laughs) And so they stuffed me in the airplane and flew me down to Florida. Anyway, and I'm down there and, and, uh, so I said, Lord, what is going on here? He said, the only reason you're spending time in the Word is to get, you're building faith to preach, not he- receiving healing. Now, this, now, listen to me, because you can do this in a car business. You can do this, you can do this as a medical practitioner. You, anything, as a preacher, a pastor, you can get some busy pastor in the church. The only thing you time, spend any time in the Word in is get a sermon out of it instead of receiving healing in your body or financially and just let everything else just kind of happen. Well, that's what I was doing. And he corrected me for it. So we came back home. Well, I still have to preach. And I went out, of course it was summertime, and I went out in the backyard and started praising God and I got two heating pads I'm in a lot of pain on this left leg. And I, I tied them both to my left leg and tied uh, old bathrobe sashes around them and turned them up just as high as I could get them so one pain phased out the other one. And just started praising God. And then I just tied the a little bit and boy, here come the pain. So I started praising God louder and louder and louder. And Jesus said, why take ye the thought saying? Well, pain is a thought. So I started saying, I don't take the pain saying. I don't take the pain saying. No, I will not honor that pain by saying it. I won't honor it. I won't do it. Glory to God, I'm healed in the name of Jesus. And I'm out there then and it settled down a little bit. I said, well, I got to work on this. So I got my Bible and I've got my, my heating pads all hooked up and I'm going in the Word and the Lord said, what are you doing? I said, I'm getting my message. Uh-oh. <laughs> I did it again. I was in such a habit of it. I said, okay, here go the healing scriptures. You see all those tabs? Those are healing scriptures all through the Bible so that I can just flip from one tab to the next and put them in my eyes and in my heart and not let them escape. Why? In order to see myself well. To see myself well. To see myself healed inside. I don't care what the pain is. See myself well. I see myself well. I see myself well. I call myself well. I call things that be not as though they were. That's hard on people. You better learn how to do it. I mean, there may not be anything wrong now, but uh, learn it. 
Establish it. Teach it to your children, your grandchildren. Amen. We don't talk this. We don't talk that in our house. No. I just soon cuss as to say I'm sick. I'm not going to do either one. No, I'm healed. I'm healed. I may have told you about it. It won't take me a minute. I'll tell you and then we'll go on. That first little red airplane. The night before we got home and this great big, people call them Ottomans and they're not Ottomans, they're footstools. <laughs> I'm too country for Ottoman. Ottoman, well, who's Ottoman? I don't know anybody named Ottoman. Anyway, <laughs> well, the Ottoman Empire, but that's, you know, I, no, I, it's a footstool. What's the matter with you? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> great big thing. And I did a very stupid thing. Gloria and the kids are already in bed. What well, we were home. I'm home and I'm home and I don't want to go to bed. I want to stay up and be home. <laughs> so finally I couldn't hardly keep my eyes open. So I headed to the bedroom. Now th this is truly the answer. How dumb can you get? <laughs> I turned the light out and then walked across the room. And I kicked that big green footstool and I broke my toe. I heard it. Pow. And I hollered, but I'd already learned I hollered, Oh, thank you, Jesus, I'm healed. <laughs> oh, 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 thank you, Jesus. Oh, oh, oh. oh son, that hurt. And I went in there and went to bed and laid down real easy and went to sleep by faith. And, oh, it hurt. Oh, I knew it. I knew it was broken because it, uh, it I mean, it, it really popped loud. And oh, just, just the, the weight of the sheet on it hurt. And so, uh, so y'all forgive me for about what I'm about to say. Anyway, uh, it's, it's like when I open my eyes, the devil say, why don't you look and see? Look at your toe. I said, I'm not going to look at my toe. He said, your toe is black and blue. Look at it. I said, no, I'm not going to look at it. I have some very good friends. Their toes are black and blue all the or black all the time. I'm not going to look at it. You understand? <laughs> and I did. I'm not looking at that toe. So I hobbled over there and got my socks out of the drawer. And I put my sock on the right one and I closed my eye and put my sock on the left one. Never did look at it. Did not look at that toe. And, oh, son. <laughs> and I, I got in the car and the airport wasn't, but, you know, about 15 minutes away. And I used to work for the man that, that owned that airport and I had flown this airplane. And I knew what good condition it was in. So I went over there and I hobbled up to the desk and I said, is Mr. Spinks in please? She said, yeah, let me get him. He said, what, what, what happened? I said, oh, I don't know, about two o'clock this morning, I kicked a big old green footstool and broke my toe. 
But you know, Jesus said when he was on the earth, whatever you desire, when you pray, believe you receive it and you'll have it. And I prayed and praise God, I'm healed. Thank you. By the time I see, she'd already backed off about three or four steps. <laughs> and I said, I just want you to know I'm healed. Oh, yeah, well, okay. So I went in and talked to Mr. Spinks, closed the deal on the airplane, and got in the car, turned around this way. Now, if Brother Hagin said it, turn around this way. <laughs> turn around this way and put my feet in the car, you know, and drove around the, the back behind the hangar where this little red sky lane was sitting. And I got around there, got a stepped and got out of the car. Whoa, glory to God, hallelujah. Got in the car, drove on home, and then I looked at my toe and it's black and blue. <laughs> But it was healed. My toe was healed. Don't you ever, ever yield your ground. Need medical help? Get it. But you go to faith first. You go believe God before you ever call a doctor. You go believe God before you say anything to anybody else. Now, when I walked in the kitchen that morning, Gloria's at, you know, in there preparing breakfast, and walked in there, and I said, good morning. She said, good morning. She didn't say a word. And I hobbled in there. She didn't say a word. I said, Gloria, I want you to agree with me that I'm healed. Oh, she said, I agree with that in the name of Jesus. I said, uh, that in the night last night, I kicked that big old green footstool in there and broke my toes. She said, well, you're healed. Glory to God. You know, and just reached over and said, you're healed. Amen. That's the way we live. Yes. That's the way you stay well. That's taking the prescription. Now, in, in times like this, I really didn't have time to go get the Scripture. Now that's the time when you need the word on the inside of you and it just flies out of your mouth instead of saying, my God, I broke my toe. No. In all things give thanks for this is the will of God for you. Huh? Isn't that what the scripture said? Well, I don't give thanks that I broke my toe, but I give thanks in the middle of it. Hallelujah. This is the will of God for me. And the power of thanksgiving in that time of trouble brought the power of God right into that toe immediately. And it just took a few hours for it to manifest. Thank you, Jesus. Now then, mm, mm, mm. Hebrews 13, 8. Oh, Jesus. And here, everybody in here probably can quote this, but this is the one you need to put your eyes on and feed your spirit on it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The book of Hebrews. I, I've, I've, look, look, look at the book of Hebrews in my Bible. I, uh, <laughs> I'm doing television with David Barton one day, and he said, uh, where do you get a white highlighter? I thought, I said, what? He said, where do you get a white highlighter? 
And then I realized what he said. It was all yellow, but a line or two. <laughs> anyway, and I, I told him, well, I, you know, I only highlight the good stuff. But anyway, no, I highlight and then I underline the good stuff. Oh, glory to God. You can live in the book of Hebrews. You should until it really begins to speak to you. This is the covenant book. This goes into the covenant of the blood of animals. It goes into the covenant of the blood of Jesus. And it is magnificent. The apostle Paul wrote it. It has his style. He talks about Timothy. And besides that, when Jesus appeared to Brother Hagin, took him to heaven, and in there, and Brother Hagin said, you know, there are t times like that you wish you to ask him all kinds of things, but you forget about it, but you're in the spirit. But he said, uh, then uh, in that moment, he said, I asked him, who wrote the book of Hebrews? He said, well, the apostle Paul. So there you have it. And I mean, it's his style and that doesn't make any difference anyway. But you know, he did the kind of education that he had in the scripture. And I love it. 13, seven, remember them that have the rule over you who have spoken unto you the word of God, whose faith follow considering the end of your manner of life. Jesus Christ, say it with me, the same yesterday and today and forever. Now, Acts, glory to God. It's chapter 1. Acts chapter 1, verse 11. Verse 10, while they looked steadfastly toward heaven, as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, this same Jesus, say it, this same Jesus, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever, this same Jesus. Yeehaw. This same Jesus, this same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as you have seen him go into heaven. Yes, he will. And this same Jesus, by his spirit, in you, in me, and saturating this place is here. This same Jesus, this same Jesus that healed, this same Jesus that raised from the dead, this same Jesus, this same Jesus. I know him very personally. Hallelujah. Now then, Psalm 145 in the classic Amplified. We've already done this, but we're going to do it in the goodness of God. And we're going, to, we're going to look at something here again. Now, let's, let's go down to uh, 
in, uh, well, that third verse, great is the Lord and highly to be praised. His greatness is so vast and deep as to be unsearchable. Verse six, men shall speak of the might of your tremendous and terrible or awesome acts and I, and I will declare your greatness. I will declare. I will declare your greatness. Not they will declare. They'll speak of your awesome act, but I will declare your greatness. They shall pour forth like a fountain the fame of your great and abundant goodness and shall sing aloud of your rightness and justice. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger, abounding in mercy and loving kindness. The Lord is good to all. He is good to all. I heard Gloria say, the sun will shine on anybody that'll get out in it. <laughs> That's God being good to all. But it has to be received. You have to receive that by faith. So Matthew chapter 8. <clears throat> Are you okay? Yes. Glory to God. The 16th verse. <clears throat> when evening was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils. Now this is what I was telling you yesterday that I have on my mirror in my bathroom and I look at this, the first thing. Now, even in the hotel, I didn't have the mirror, I didn't have it up there, but I just quote it, right? It's the first thing I stick my face in that mirror is this right here. Well, 14th verse, when Jesus was coming to Peter's house, he saw his wife's mother led it with a sick of a fever. And he touched her hand and she, the fever left her. She arose and ministered unto them. This was evening, Sabbath was over. So she got up and cooked supper. Obvious, they were hungry. They hadn't eaten. Anyway, <clears throat> when evening was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils and he cast out the spirits with his word and healed all that were sick. Say, he healed them all. He healed all that were sick. Matthew 12, 15. Oh, this one. This one just is, is stunning. 14th verse, when the Pharisees went out and held a council against him, how they might destroy him, but when Jesus knew it, he withdrew himself from there and great multitudes follow him and he healed them all. Hey, I'm telling you, this same Jesus, he is so easy, so easy to receive from him. He just healed them all. Anybody that would take it. He didn't heal everybody, but he healed all of them that would receive it. Thanks for joining us today. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to hear more messages from encouraging speakers that air on Miracle Channel and Corco. Rate this podcast and write a review if you haven't already. And share this message so others can be encouraged by this teaching too. We hope you were inspired by today's message. God bless.